Welcome to Sunrose. I'm Chloe here at Carlo Institute of Further Education. On today's show, rise with us as we talk about recent events in sport and some insight on music and entertainment with Nobina. Stay tuned. We will also have an interview with special guest singer-songwriter Aaron O'Dee. Now we will hand you over to Luke for our sports section. Thanks, Chloe. Now, for the first piece of sporting news today. Rachel Blackmore is the first female jockey to win the Grand National riding Manella Times for Irish horse trainer Henry de Bromwell. Bringing congratulations from all over the world, including our very own president, Michael D. Higgins. Rachel herself is not from an equestrian background. Her mother, a teacher, and her father, a dairy farmer, the family has no ties to horse racing. However, they bought her a pony when she was just a child. She rode this pony all over the locality every weekend. Her parents brought her willingly because she had such a keen interest. Next week is the closing of the national hunt season. Rachel's aim is to ride a few winners in Punchestown, which would claim her for their, the riders' championship. Paul Townsend, who rides for Willie Mullins, might just claim that title ahead of her. We'll watch this space. Last week, there was an attempted murder of English football when wealthy multinational businessmen tried forming a Super League with clubs such as Manchester United and Liverpool, to name a few. When asked for his opinion, Sky Sports commentator Ken Senkov said the reason this is happening now is because the global pandemic and finances at the biggest clubs in Europe have been hit. The reality is, if they play in this new competition, they get a cheque of 250-300 million pounds to begin with, and going forward they get three times as much money per season than they get from the Champions League, which stands at 40 to 80 million pounds on a good year. If the Super League had gone ahead, it would have hoped to rival and eventually replace the Champions League. The American bank, JP Morgan, already committed $5 billion to the project. The largest clubs in Europe retired from the Champions League only to return again within two days humiliated and apologetic. The backlash from UEFA, FIFA, politicians and fans who were so outraged they had to scrap the idea of the Super League. The 12 clubs involved were facing a ban from the Champions League but officials felt that they would be shooting themselves in the foot by doing so. In other soccer news, Stan Kronoki said he will not be selling Arsenal to Swedish multi-billionaire and Spotify co-founder Daniel Ek. With an estimated net worth of $4 billion, Ek has been keen on a bid for his childhood club, which he stayed on Twitter. Stan Kronik secured Arsenal in 2019 in a deal that valued the club at $2 billion, although valued at an estimated $4.9 billion by Forbes. It's not certain how Daniel Ek will be able to even consider buying the club, let alone an offer Kronik could refuse. 
In golf news, former world champion Tiger Woods has confirmed he'll be missing this month's British Open Championship at Sandwich because of an injury to his left leg. The 35-year-old has not played competitively since a recurrence of the injury. Woods currently has 14 major titles, four short of the world record held by Jack Nicklaus. Woods initially suffered a leg injury in a single vehicle accident near his home in Southern California last February. Irish golfer Parajit Carrington, who won the last two majors of 2008, while the former world number one was sidelined, who described to the news of the Americans' latest absence as unfortunate for the game of golf and more unfortunate for him. We wish him a speedy recovery and know his fans will be looking forward to his return to the course. The 2020 Olympic Games, which was cancelled last year on account of the COVID-19 pandemic, are due to take place this year on July 23rd. It has been decided that the international spectators will not be allowed to attend the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics this summer. The decision was reached during an online meeting between international, the International Olympic Committee, or IOC for short, the Japanese government, the Tokyo government, the International Paralympic Committee, or IPC for short, and local organisers. This decision means that fans, family and friends of the athletes who are planning to go and support the athletes can no longer do so. This news comes after more than a year of speculation around the fate of the Tokyo Olympic Games. Currently, Japan's borders remain closed to foreign nationals. Those who purchase tickets will receive full refunds. Some 600,000 overseas tickets will be refunded. However, concern comes again about the fate of the games as Japan reports that their authorities fear new variants are behind a possible fourth wave with only under 100 days before the games begin. The Olympic torch relay was cancelled a few weeks ago in the city of Osaka, one of the worst hit in this new wave of the virus. New infections, although low, are also reported in Tokyo, the capital of the country. This rebound of cases comes just after the government lifts emergency restrictions. Sporting officials, athletes and fans across the world are watching how these events unfold over the coming weeks and months in hope that the Olympic Games will go ahead in July. In boxing news, Logan Paul has become big business and even bigger news in the boxing world with his up-and-coming exhibition fight with Floyd Mayweather. The 43-year-old boxing legend Floyd Mayweather has confirmed on the 28th of April that he is coming out of retirement to again put his perfect 50-and-old career record at stake against YouTuber Logan Paul on Sunday, June 6, 2021 at Hard Rock, confirmed by his promotion team via Twitter. He has previously came out of retirement to fight Andre Barto in 2015, Conor McGregor in 2017, and then Japanese kickboxer Tenshin Nasukawa in 2018. Logan is not to be confused with his brother Jake, who is also making a name in boxing business with his fight against ex-USC fighter Ben Askren, who even described his brother's fight against Mayweather as a terrible idea. The 26-year-old Logan has over 20 million YouTube subscribers for his comedy videos and vlogs. The YouTuber has had two fights, one exhibition and one professional against fellow YouTuber KSI. Fans wait with anticipation for this legendary fight. 
Speaking of Conor McGregor, he is not shy to be seen with a drink in his hand. The 32-year-old owns his own whiskey brand, Proper 12, which he just sold for 500 million euro. It has been reported the UFC sensation has bought the Marble Arc in Granada, Dublin, rumored to have spent an easily 2 million for the establishment. This news might not seem so interesting as McGregor is always flashing his new purchases on social media, but this holds sentimental value to McGregor. In a well-heard of story from April 2019, McGregor lived up to his arena name Notorious when he was caught on camera in an altercation with local drinker of the establishment, Des Kyo. Footage showed the USC fighter hitting the middle-aged man after he refused twice to have a drink of the fighter's own whiskey. McGregor was then thrown out of the bar, leaving everyone gobsmacked. The court case that followed led McGregor paying a thousand euro fine after he pled guilty to the assault on Des Kyo. Although Des may have accepted Connor's apology, Connor seems to be held a grudge stating on social media after his purchase, yeah, and your man's barred. For our final piece of sporting news today, Formula One said that due to the international travel restrictions in place in Canada, it became impossible for them to host the Canadian Grand Prix for the second year in a row due to COVID-19 and a mandatory 14-day quarantine for the meant-to-be race in Montreal. Instead, the Turkish Grand Prix will replace the slot from June 11th to the 13th. Turkey has been welcomed to return to the sport last year after a nine-year absence with their November race being one of the most thrilling races with Lewis Hamilton clutching a seventh world title. Despite the second consecutive cancellation on Canada, Formula One announced a two-year extension on their contract, pushing it to the year 2031. Stefano De Minisali stated recently, I want to thank the promoter and authorities in the can Canada for all of their efforts and recent weeks, but the travel restrictions made our plans impossible. I eagerly want to thank the promoter and authorities in Turkey for their ongoing willingness to hold Formula One race that shows the huge interest in our sport and the hope from many locations to have a Grand Prix. Formula One added they will be work with Canadian promoter to ensure fans who bought tickets to the 2020 and 2021 event a refund or a transfer to the 2022 event. That's all for today. I'm Luke Kelly signing off. Back to you, Chloe. Thanks for that, Luke. Now we will have one of music producer Patsy Murphy, also known as PM Beats, new track, If Only You Knew, to play for you. All the moves, then 
in my coffin and I'll beat my shoes Stuff to do, no time to lose Like a bar, that's from Scott Bloom I loom, beats on Zoom I was grinding all through the globe The hut is my classroom It's my classroom, plenty of headroom Keep working while the results blow When you watch Netflix, watch tutorials Half of you don't even listen That's why your market is missing You're just wishing, not doing Keep learning and keep moving I'm all gone, but the music's still flowing only if you, only if you, if you're in my shoes Only if you do the things I do If I choose from me to you Always all my P's and Q's Only for you, only for you Watch me and I'll inspire you Only if you, only if you On the cold but it kept working Like B.I. James all the dream Enter the carillon, music scene, rip rain P and beats, I work on set this week This music hate, then I'll eat, steam, rip and pee More days off, constantly working Have your pop like a couple of shrinks Roll up the club, rain and drinks Run away to beat with crazy me Crazy who? Crazy me. Yeah, watch me, keep vibing. Like some seat, but get murky. Have you skanking? Have you dancing? Hear you singing? Hear you screaming? DJ, go ahead, just mix me. Only if you do, only if you do. Only if you do, if you're in my shoes. Only if you do the things I do. If I choose from me to you, always all my P's and Q's. Only if you do, only if you do. Watch me, I'll inspire you. Only if you do, only if you do. Regards, who's side? Be quiet, I just rock the vibe. I just live your best life. Constantly, constantly grind Actions speak louder than words Every day is a learning curve My discipline is who I serve Negativity is who I swerve Even through pandemic I work No time for darkness to lurk If I don't create, I network If I didn't, I'd go berserk I document everything like a clock Pause, read and reflect Though that pressure connects Mental health can be easy to deflect Only for you, only for you Only for you if you're in my shoes Only for you the things I do If I choose from me to you Always on my only for you, only for you. Watch me and I'll inspire you. Only for you, only for you. Only for you, only for you. Only for you if you're in my shoes. Only for you the things I do. If I choose from me to you, always all my P's and Q's. Only for you, only for you. Watch me and I'll inspire you. Only for you, only for you. For any collaborations or to check out any of his stuff, go to Patsy Murphy 2974 on Instagram. And now Nobile will talk about some music and entertainment. Thank you, Chloe. In today's entertainment news, Taylor Swift's re-recorded album called Fearless claims a record that has long been held by the Beatles. In less than a year, this album has become Taylor Swift's third entry into the charts. The record that Taylor Swift holds now was held by the Beatles for over 50 years. Taylor first recorded that album back in 2008. Taylor re-recorded her album because of a dispute between her and Scooter Braun who bought Taylor's rights to the music she released anytime before 2019. This album is Taylor's seventh number one UK charting album. 
believe it or not, because of the sales Taylor has made, she's now competing with the likes of Madonna. Taylor released some music that has not been released before, prior to releasing this album. The dispute between Taylor and Scooter has forced Taylor to re-record her old music and release it again, so that she has the rights to them. This album won Taylor a Grammy Award. Demi Lovato claps back at Backlash for her opening up about how difficult it is to place an order at a frozen yogurt shop because of her eating disorder. The shop responded to her on social media saying that they do accommodate vegans and people with diabetes. Demi then went on to criticize the shop saying that they have to do a better job at accommodating people. Demi took to Instagram to voice her opinion about the situation. Demi goes on to talk about how difficult it is to go into your average frozen yogurt shop and to be happy with what she has. She went on to say that the shop was ambiguous about what products were healthy or not. Demi feels like her message got misunderstood and regrets the way that she handled the situation. She does however feel proud of herself for standing up for what she believes in and sharing her opinion but she doesn't want it to seem like she was attacking a shop with little followers compared to her millions of followers. Demi says she is open to talking to the shop and finding a way to make her feel safe when she goes into the shop to buy frozen yogurt. Beyonce recently shared a picture of herself on social media. This picture however was controversial because fans believed that the picture of Beyonce was photoshopped. This began when some people saw that the stairs in the picture seemed to be deformed. Beyonce however has been very active on her social media accounts recently and this has made fans very happy. Some people however think that the photo is not photoshopped and that it is just a trick of the light. Fans were skeptical about the picture because of the recent incident with one of the Kardashian sisters releasing a picture on social media that seemed to have been altered. The Kardashian sister does admit to altering her picture but she did not take kindly to comments that she got her body by going to surgery. Recently, the daughter of Beyonce and Jay-Z won a Grammy award for her presence in her mother's music video. DMX is to be soon remembered at the Barclays Center in America. The rapper, who was well known for his music, passed away a couple of days after he had a heart attack. This legend will be forever remembered. DMX has collaborated with artists such as LL Cool J and Jay-Z. DMX has made many guest appearances on different types of media, including TV. Tickets and how many people will be able to attend the event will still be decided. The day after this memorial, the family and friends of DMX will come together for a private funeral. DMX's real name is Earl Simmons and has been on the charts many times before. Famous singer-songwriter Katy Perry is the third most followed person on social media. However, she feels like social media is a waste of time and is not constructive for people. She said social media is trash 
it does not look like fans took it very seriously or personally because she still has many followers both on Instagram and on Twitter. She did express love to her fans afterwards and did not explain why she snapped. She believes that people are living to keep up an image and she wants to be free of that. She doesn't believe that social media is a good thing for humanity. The singer does, however, at times use social media to talk about and promote idols, a TV show that she is a judge on. Katy Perry has also been among the top charting artists of all time. She has released hits like Raw and The One That Got Away. Britney Spears recently took to social media to tell fans about how happy she is with her house and family. The singer is in a dispute with her father who controls her finances and career. Fans have been supportive towards this and have started a trending hashtag called Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. Britney then took the time to answer questions from her fans on social media. She spoke about many things, mostly though she spoke about the things that she loves. Her two sons are named Jaden and Sean. Britney has started posting a refrigerator on her pictures. Fans asked her about this and she explained that she likes how classic and old it looks. Britney Spears has released a lot of music and she's widely known for her hit song called Oops I Did It Again. She then further explained how she feels a bit dizzy when she performs for her family and says that she usually does feel dizzy but she's a dancer as well as a performer so she can get her head in the game. Hashtag free Britney. Over to you Chloe. Thanks, Nobile. And now the awaited interview with Kaylin and special guest Aaron O'Dee. Hi, my name is Kaylin O'Neill and I'm here with Aaron O'Dee. And uh, she's going to be asking you a few questions today, Aaron. Class. So, you have a new single coming out or out recently? Yeah, a couple couple coming out soon, I hope, hopefully um, the beginning of 2021. So what kind of genre would you put the, what you'd what, what you be making yourself into? I'd say um, kind of in the alternative stuff, uh, it can be kind of rockish and it can be kind of dance and techno at times um, and sort of comedic in different bits and pieces, but it, it's coherent to some degree. Yeah, you, and you said uh, you used to make a lot of comedic music. Yeah, I started off thinking music is boring on its own, so it should be combined with comedy, because that makes it more interesting. And so I made a, an album called Zero Tolerance. Everything else from there is like an elaboration on that. You would have took uh, influence from Weird Al. Yeah, old Weird Al, that's a... He's weird, man. <laughs> he is weird, and he's Al as well. And more recently, I guess, like my favorite musicians are like, I listen to Muse, The Strokes, Cool the Shaker are pretty good. So what's the what's the plan music-wise for the next few, next year or so? The plan is um, seven singles and seven music videos, and then when COVID goes away, lots of gigs as much as I can muster, and then 
I have a couple of contacts who I can kind of push towards in terms of trying to get signed. So the goal is by the end of these seven releases to be with a record label. Yeah, and speaking of gigs, have you done many live gigs yourself? I've done a few. I haven't done to the point where it's been a regular thing or where it's been, you know, something that I can say that I just do gigs, but I've done open mics and, and gigs and little variety shows and whatever. And it's not just singing you do, you play instruments as well, is it? Yeah, I play guitar, drums, bass, ukulele and I sing. What age did you start playing all them? I started drums when I was 12, started singing when I was 10, started guitar when I was like 13 and then bass and ukulele came along with guitar pretty much. But music wasn't your first like uh, kind of step into like showmanship, was it? You were into magic when you were younger, was it? Yeah, yeah. I've always just been really creative, so magic. Yeah, I did magic for like eight years. And so that's handy now because I can do it if I want to. And there's like five magicians in the country, so there isn't a lot of competition. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot of competition no. going on, like. Yeah, so if you just want to like plug your recent single or anything there. Yeah, yeah, well, we're, we're recording in the college at the minute a song called Childhood Memories, so hopefully that'll, that'll be released. I'll try and get that recorded with a couple of people in the class. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Right, well, that's, that's kind of about it. Thanks very much. No problem. Cheers. Cheers. Here's one of Aaron O'Day's songs called Childhood Memories and we will listen to it now.
thanks for listening to Sunrose and thanks for taking the time this morning to rise with us.